Hey, this is Alex. You're supposed to say your oh, name. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you wanted me to come in. <laughs> no, <that's cool>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was coming in already. What's up, guys? I'm James. And uh, this is What Mean. And um, what are we reviewing today? Uh, I, we're going to review Percy Jackson, The Sea of Monsters. And this is slightly better than the first movie, at least what I remember from the first movie. I blocked most of that movie out just because of how terrible it was. It, it didn't really stay with the books at all. Yeah, that's being generous, saying that. Like, if you look at the first movie and then try to look at the book, they're almost, like, unrecognizable other than maybe some small moments from the books that they lifted and put into the movie. Like, it's... I would say if I hadn't read the book, it would have been a good movie. Would it, though? I feel like most of the acting is, like, passable at best and, like... Terrible at most, but like it was so offensive that like when me and you were in high school, we got so angry about it. We wanted to make our <laughs> own. Make another one. We wanted to make our own adaptation of it. Like I started writing a script and everything where I was literally going to include all the narration parts of it and have him be like off to the side, interviewed and everything as like the voiceover parts because I didn't know how to do voiceover at that point. I think we had had some slight props and then... Uh, you said paper mache is how we were going to do the monsters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we were going to do like this low, 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 low budget, budget film. Yep. <laughs> but it was still going to be a thousand times better because we were going to stick directly to the book. Like, slavishly to the books. Like, every little detail, basically. Maybe not so much, like, the wording, but the at least the I even scenes. had his narration, like, the voiceover. Like, that's what <laughs> the narration would have been. It would have, it would have been a mess of a movie. It would have been, like, a five-hour-long movie, basically. It, it would have taken forever to get the movie done just because of how much is actually in the book. Yeah, and that, and we were in high school, and no one else really wanted to be a part of the movie besides, like, us two, basically. <laughs> Like, no one else had any interest. But, um, yeah, speaking of, like, casting and miscast, like, I watched Sea of Monsters. It was okay. I feel like everyone in this movie is miscast, though. They they at least went back and fixed mistakes with, uh, with like, Annabeth, where they, you know, she had the wrong hair color, and then they decided, hey, it's, it's, it's a good time to go back and fix that, and we'll just play it off as though she dyed her hair. Right. But um, I, th- I feel like Percy kind of fits it. It's just he's not as young as he's supposed to be. He's like 35, and he's supposed to be like 13. 13 yeah. Yeah, because I was looking, because it's been a long time since me and you used to be really into these books. And um, I guess just a brief plot summary is um, like it's it kind of opens, or at least the movie opens up, and um, he's, you know, full time at camp. And then discovers his uh, brother, who's like a cyclops, basically. Well, if I remember, he, he was in the he was in the school to start. Right, but I'm talking about the movie, not the book. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then kind of gets that prophecy from the oracle, as we're kind of watching it right now. But um, that kind of branches off. He goes and tries to find this fleece and then um, encounters, like, the sea of monsters, Luke, and everything. Then Kronos, you know, spoiler alert, comes to life in this. <laughs> they fight briefly. And then, um, honestly, the rest of it's kind of a blur. I kind of blocked the ending out a it, little bit. He kind of just, he kills, he quote-unquote kills 
Chronos, uh, and then um, how are you gonna have a sequel? I know they never did, but how are you gonna have a sequel? You well, kill so the villain. Well, so the way that they brought the sequel into play is like towards the ending, they uh, they put the fleece on the tree, and then whenever Talia, Talia comes back to life, you know that's where the prophecy comes back into play because which he's know, not even supposed to know about really. Right. Yet. So it's it's not it's supposed to be you know one of the big three is what they would call it. You know, mm-hmm. child of Zeus or Poseidon or uh, Hades. And so, you know, towards the end of the movie, they uh, they start doing this, like, flash-forward of Kronos not really being dead. Right. Um, like, he's still stirring in the coffin, and then, um, you know, the, the prophecy being spoken and Talia waking up. That's how they right. ended it. Right. Um, it's completely wasted, because they never made another movie. Yeah, it was completely wasted, because they, they, they just decided, you know, they didn't make enough money off of the first two, and there's a reason for it, Yeah, that they, they couldn't make the third one. So they kind of left it open with a, a bad ending on this one, just because they didn't make another one. Well, I mean, the book has that moment, too, but there's a lot more build-up to it. Yeah. Like, even in the first book, there's a lot more, like, I told you earlier, there's a deleted scene in the first movie. Where it's briefly mentioned, I think Annabeth is like, they're sitting by like a pool or something, if I remember correctly, and they're talking about, oh yeah, like the whole backstory with Talia and everything. Yeah. And honestly, if they were really thinking about it, the honestly, what we were talking about earlier, it's like, I don't think anyone who really made this cared. I think they were just making a product kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it seems with this one, this one's much more like reactionary, basically, where it's just like, oh, like everyone complained because the first movie was nothing like the book so like let's retroactively change this but not enough to where like it really matters like we were talking about Clarice like Clarice like at least from what I remember isn't supposed to be attractive and also like he's not supposed to have more chemistry with Clarice than he has with Annabeth basically like she was supposed to be quote-unquote attractive in her own way but she was definitely a bigger girl you know she she definitely uh, she definitely hated Percy, and there, there's there's a little bit of that rivalry in here, but there's not very much to it. It's more, it's like more a, playful. Uh, yeah, it's more like a playful rivalry about, um, you know, it's it's almost kind of like a romantic one. Not not really like a, a it, it gets right. quote unquote kind of like almost like she likes him. Right. And uh, that wasn't the case at all. I mean, in the when you first meet her in the book she, you know Percy's putting her head into the toilet you know yeah, yeah, spraying <laughs> toilet water on her or she's, whatever she's completely drenched in toilet water and, they, and from there they just had this huge feud and they really just did not like each other and this one there you know she kind of tolerates him not you know she still hates him but she kind of tolerates him in a playful manner and right um, you know fights with him and, and all this other things but it's it's almost like they they just wanted to go their own route with it instead right. of sticking to the actual books. Right. And that's like the thing is like that's kind of like they don't they kind of do this still a little bit but it's not as egregious as it used to be. I know when we were growing up a lot more movies like a lot more young adult books got adapted into movies and they were like barely faithful to it they would make weird changes that didn't really make any sense and um like kind of just were making a product just for a cash grab basically and that's the kind of vibe i get from this unfortunately. yeah i think i think that's kind of where what direction they were going for in this one i think they went more of let's not really 
you know, we'll, we'll put in a few things from the fan base because the fan base was very disappointed in the first one, but we're going to kind of gear more towards the younger audience instead of, you know, gearing towards more of the fan base of the book. And I think it was because they thought, you know, there's not that many fans of the books. Or they won't care. They'll just be happy. They're basically getting a movie right. kind of thing. So they, they wanted to gear it more towards, like, something that they thought, like, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, younger younger adults would like to watch or younger kids, you know, that type of stuff. I mean, in reality, it was more of, you know, they, they should have just stuck more to the book and it would have been even better. Right. And I think it comes down to also, like, they try to do things from the book. I know some certain parts of, like, Percy's character are kind of close to how he is. And the books, but it just doesn't work. Some of the dialogue with, like, um, just how much older he is. Like, they're trying to, you know, give him dialogue that, like, someone, like, maybe a 13-year-old or, like, a teenager would have. And it just doesn't sound believable right. coming out of, like, Logan Lerman's mouth, basically. Yeah. Like I said, I, with Percy, I feel like he's okay as far as the, the typecasting went. He, he's not the worst character out of all of them. Grover um, doesn't really act like Grover from the books. No, like, he's he's more confident than he should be. Um, you know, in the books, he's more of like this very cowardly, doesn't want to get into any fights. And when he does get into a fight, he's he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just kind of wildly swinging and accidentally right making things happen for his benefit. You know, right. uh, in the in these movies, like the just, pan thing, they completely dropped that because yeah. that was his whole motivation was finding pan basically, and mm -hmm. that's never even mentioned. Yeah, he was he was supposed to go out and find uh, the god of the forest, Pan, and uh, they just they never made that a part of the movies at all. Uh, now I can't even I can't remember though if Pan was supposed to be in the Sea of Monsters. Um, I think it's. I looked it up before we um, did this just to see, and it, it was mentioned like that's the reason why he went off basically. Oh yeah, because he went off by himself. Yeah. And, and one of the things that they they did in the beginning of this one was that they uh, you know they made that extra uh, character that isn't even supposed to be in here. Another satyr or whatever that yeah, just the stands there. And he's like, like a fanboy of Clarice. He stands there cross armed, doesn't even say a word the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And, and they, the part of the prophecy that you know doesn't even—it's not even supposed to be mentioned yet—is um, that you know they have to, you know, they being a, a satyr, yeah. have to lead them to the fleece, which I don't remember being a part of any of the books. Yeah, me either. And then you, know, when they when they brought him a part of this, you know, it made no sense because Clarice didn't like anybody she didn't want anybody to come onto the any kind of a quest with her right so for him to even have been there was yeah i don't know why weird. they thought hey let's just make this character that really only says like maybe one or two lines and then it'd be a part of the plot when it was it's not even supposed to be there right like and you can tell there's definite like efforts in this movie to try to like cause we were talking about this earlier like um is it Dionysus, like Mr. D yeah, or whatever. Mr. D. Like he appears in this movie, but he's not even in the first one. Just showing you how right. well they cared about the the source material in the first one. Like he just like there's little small efforts here and there, but it's not really enough. Like honestly, and even it says a lot when the author and like the creator of this series 
like hates this, like violently hates this so much to where he would go out of his way, I was telling you about this earlier, to tell a school teacher who said, oh, we're going to watch this for a class not to watch it. That's a bad representation of his work and that he right. like, like recommends never seeing it, basically. And, and that's, you know, that right there says a lot about the actual movie itself. I mean, if the author is saying this isn't a reputation of my movie, right? maybe you should step back and say, okay, let's rework it in your image. Right. Uh, one of the things I don't understand is why people, you know, I have, you know, directors and stuff these days, they just don't care about the actual books or, or anything like that. They just make what they want to make because right. they think, hey, this is what the, uh, the people want. When yeah. in reality, you know, people that read the books, they wanted more like the books. Right. You know, so There's a reason that they have fans, basically. There's a reason yeah. it works. Like, just do what's in the book. Yeah. I guess they think that the fan base isn't large enough that it's not going to, you know, translate into, you know, a movie well. Right. But in reality, a lot of the things that we loved about the books, they just kept out of the movies. Right. And then the things that, like, really build upon the characters, especially for this series... Uh, some of the stuff that, that that builds upon the characters is just left out or just they forgotten. Don't even mention Ares in the first one. That was like such a big plot point. Yeah, in the he, first he wasn't book. even supposed to have the you know he, he was supposed to fight Ares on the beach, and instead he fought Luke. That's why Clarice hates him so much. Other than the toilet water thing we mentioned, yeah, it's because that he that. got he got into a fight with his dad or with her, her dad, right? Rather, um. And so, the, you know, there was this, this big build-up between the first book and the second book that uh, that was completely left out. Now, Clarice was a new character in this, mm -hmm. but they still had that backstory of why she hated him so much. Right, and so maybe that's why she's not as aggressive in this one, because it really wouldn't make sense, like, why she hated yeah, him so if much. They, if they didn't put that into the first one you know why would she hate him so much yeah it makes sense when they do it that way but it there's just small things that just right. makes no sense about the movie um that they just kind of try to throw in like in the first one they didn't even mention any prophecies or anything or like Kronos. that cross wasn't even in the first one like i'm pretty sure it was mm -hmm. just centered on him and Luke, and, like, that was it. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there was another villain. But, I mean, Hades was kind of implied to be a villain. That was almost like... I know they briefly did that in the books, but that was more of, like, a red herring type thing. I mean, it yeah. was in there, but I'm like, Cronus was still a part of it. You could have, like, found a way to bring him up. Like, I At don't least know. something, yeah. And then, like, like, on the scene we're on right now with the Spirit of Delphi, I mean, she's... She's nowhere near what she should look like. She looks like a weird puppet mummy thing, basically. Yeah, I guess they were trying to up the scare factor on her, which, you know, in the book, they tried to describe her very, you know, scary-esque, you know. The, yeah, I think Percy was terrified of her, basically. He was, and, and I guess that's the route that they went, but she just looks so unanimated and so... I think it's a budget thing, though, too. Like, you can tell yeah. this movie at least has a little bit of money, but, like, not enough, or at least... I don't, I don't really, like... My memory is hazy of the first one. I try to, again, like, block out a lot of that first movie from my mind just because I hated it so much. But, like, I remember that first movie at least having a little bit more of a budget. It seems like with this one, 
maybe because the first one, I don't know how successful it was. I don't know how much money it made, but um, it just seems like they kind of cut the budget a little bit with this one. If I'm not mistaken, they made just enough to make the second one, but that was about it. They yeah. didn't really make a lot. Yeah. So, um, one, of, one of the things that this didn't make sense to me was that, um, you know, watching this scene here when I when we watched it earlier it was uh you know she said that two cousins are fighting right and one of Zeus and one of Poseidon right but Luke is not he's Zeus's Hermes kid. yeah he's Hermes kid yeah so her prediction made absolutely no sense to begin with yeah and, and so and they just tried to wedge it in there yeah basically. they just tried to wedge it in there because she said specifically that the cousins a child of Poseidon and a child of Zeus would fight over the fleece. Right. <laughs> and Luke is not. You know? I mean, like, he even states it in the movie, like, like his dad or whatever, talking about Hermes, basically. Yeah. But yeah, like, honestly, like, we were talking about this earlier. Do you think that this movie would be good if you didn't have, like, the books to fly? Like, if you didn't know about the books, you never read the books, would this, would you enjoy this movie? Just because I'm a big fan of Greek mythology, mm -hmm. high possible, um, highly, highly possible. But you know, because I did read them, it's kind of hard to separate it. It's so hard to separate it and say, yeah, if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I read them, I would enjoy it. Right. It, you know, just knowing some of my Greek mythology. Some of the points in this movie wouldn't make sense to me either, right. you know. So, I mean, there's there's specific things in these movies that just they don't add up to anything, right? And so, um, I would say there's a good chance that I would like it, but not like. I mean, like the way I look at this is just like. Honestly, if I were to remove all of those layers from the book and everything I know, it would just be kind of a generic, forgettable, like, you know, yeah. young adult, like, you know, adaptation or whatever. If I hadn't read the books and I had seen the first movie, I highly doubt I would have watched the second movie. Like, the second movie isn't bad. Like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, yeah. that's the thing that's the most frustrating about it. Is like it's not great and it's not bad enough for me to just like bash it. It's just kind of like in the middle. It was it was better than the first movie, which isn't saying much. It's not high praise. Yeah, no, it's not high praise, but it it was better than the second movie. At least they tried to come up with more fan base. Like like too in this little, scene too here late, where though. Mr. D is taking credit for Annabeth's plan to go get the fleece and all right. that. I mean that that was sticking more to the the storyline than anything, but. You. But she wasn't even, she, like, we talked about this earlier, she doesn't even really act like Annabeth. Like, she doesn't yeah. even call him Seaweed Brain once. I think we realized that when we were watching a fan film, basically. Yeah, she she doesn't, she do, they have no chemistry together. Um, there's no, you know, statements to even remotely say that she has any kind of know, feeling towards him. I know they lightly, like, they didn't really start implying that till later on, I know, like, she kind of just bullied him, but, like, it was, like, in a fun way kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, they kind of, like, kind of like how Clarice is doing in the movie where she's kind of, like, playfully flirting or whatever. Yeah, I would say she has more of, like, a chemistry towards him than Annabeth does. But, yeah. Overall, I feel like, just to kind of wrap things up, I guess, I feel like 
that this movie um, was like kind of a step slightly in the right direction. I feel like they need to lean more into the book. I feel like it was an improvement, but like I said earlier, I feel like it was kind of unfortunately too little, too late. So we'll kind of never know what they would have done if they would have had a chance to make another one. I would say if they want to do it right, they need to recreate it just from scratch. They need to start with the first movie. You know, like you were telling me earlier, maybe make them into like a uh, series. Like, like a, a limited Netflix. series, yeah. Yeah, maybe like a Netflix series or something with Disney. You know, so, somebody just kind of make a series out of it. And that way they can stick more closely to the actual book. Mm-hmm, have more time know. to flesh them out and everything. Right, give more backstory between it because they'll have those filler episodes that they can give the backstory. Right, instead and of even have episodes. full-blown flashbacks and everything. Right. But, that would be more of a like maybe like an hour long episode each, right? Yeah, you know, like an hour episode, you know, kind of like an H, how HBO does like hour long shows, right? Okay, kind of like that, or maybe at least thirty minutes, right? And if they did that, I feel like they could get enough into the book that they could uh, stick like to a T on it. You know, maybe right. change a couple things here and there, obviously, but right. Well. I really enjoyed doing this with you, and obviously, yeah, like, like talking about Percy Jackson, something we used to do a lot back in the day. It was really fun doing this podcast with you. It was fun. Yeah, we should do another one soon. We should. All right. Uh, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>